gets colder My eyes goes thin as I get older Piece in pieces, bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my life Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Trish and Evie's Focus on the Facts. My co-host is Patricia Negron. She is my partner in crime in taking down the global pedophile networks. We are truly making headway in taking down the child sex trafficking networks in the United States, and the big wigs are finally being exposed for participating in the child sex trafficking rat lines. Today, we will focus mainly on the Child Victim Act and all the lawsuits that have been filed in New York. The long-awaited act went into effect at midnight last Wednesday and prompted an immediate flood of electronically filed New York State Supreme Court lawsuits. Just minutes after midnight, more than 100 Child Victims Act lawsuits were filed in 11 of the state's 62 counties, including dozens of suits in the city. The New York State court system has deployed 45 judges specifically to deal with the onslaught of lawsuits, including a dozen in New York City. Public Information Officer Lucian Trapland said. The Child Victim Act, which also extends the statute of limitations for criminal charges against child sex abusers, was bitterly opposed by the Catholic Church and other religious groups and was blocked for years. It covers victims who alleged they were abused as children and teenagers by priests, teachers, scoutmasters, and doctors. The group filing suits on Wednesday also included victims of the deceased child sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein. One of the lawsuits targeting the Archdiocese of New York and other Catholic services in the city details widespread sexual abuse of children at a Staten Island homeless shelter for decades, beginning in the 1960s. A plaintiff in that suit claims that a group of nuns surrounded her at the Mont Loretto shelter, forced her to strip, then made her lie down naked while a naked older boy got on top of her and sexually abused her. The four or five nuns stood around and laughed, the plaintiff alleged in the suit. Several other plaintiffs in the suit described similar acts of torture and sexual abuse carried out by the priests, nuns, and other staff members at the shelter. Dozens of less well-known current and former New York priests are also named in lawsuits filed across the state on Wednesday. The governing body of Jehovah Witness is also the target of multiple suits, and new allegations against the Boy Scouts of America include stories of abuse dating back to the 1960s. Other lawsuits accuse former public school employees of molesting students. A group of lawyers recently announced that some 800 men are alleging they were sexually abused when they were Boy Scouts by scout leaders and other adults involved in the scouting. And finally, Epstein victim Jennifer Arroz also filed a lawsuit against the state, the estate of Jeffrey Epstein and his longtime associate Gisling Maxwell and three other Epstein employees, alleging Epstein groomed her and raped her when she was 15 years old. More Epstein victims are expected to file lawsuits against the estate Epstein's estate after the Child Victim Act, which opens a one-year period in which child sex abuse survivors can sue no matter how long ago the incident happened. So I'll bring Trish on now to discuss all these lawsuits, and we'll explain how the child sex abuse scandals all tie together. Welcome to the show, Trish. Hi, Evelyn. I, I was so glad <laughs> to see that happen, though. I, you know, unfortunately, it's you have to wonder if any of these people will be actually ever be held accountable, which is the frustrating part because, you know, these payouts are either made with 
you know, contributions of the um, members of these parishes themselves, or they're made with taxpayer money. So, um, you know, that's the only downside to um, what we're seeing happen now. Well, right, in um, in so many of these uh, churches or the diocese or whatever, they're saying that they're going to be filing bankruptcy. So, right. you know, They'll, these people... Yes. Go ahead. The, they, they will manage to avoid accountability yet again. And, I mean, I'm, I'm really grateful for these victims to have any opportunity to address the crimes committed against them. But, you know, it, it's cold comfort when you realize that, you know, the church will be the one to pay for the attorneys, they'll pay for any settlements, and then the individuals themselves will be protected um, and, and given comfortable retirements in Vatican City, you know, this, which is used as a safe haven for these criminals. They go and they, they move there under the protection of the Catholic Church. Um, when these situations arise for them. They are never, ever held accountable. And and the other thing is, you know, why would we let these, you know, the church go bankrupt when you, they have been operating a global child trafficking, rape, and pornography ring for centuries? They should have their assets seized, and, you know, the Vatican officials who have overseen it should be arrested. That would be justice, and unfortunately, we're not going to see that. But I, you know, I, I am grateful for these people, and I do hope they, um, you know, in the process of these cases being litigated, you know, it again gives us more um, data to work with. It it allows us to um, inform the broader public more effectively, and then that allows us to build the consensus necessary to do something like citizen tribunals where, you know, we the people are holding these guys accountable and when, you know, our systems have clearly not only failed us, but they are actively protecting these individuals. We've seen with Jeffrey Epstein um, so clearly. So well, you know, and, and the same thing about this, about protecting Epstein, you know, it just makes me sick. Why is this Ghislaine Maxwell, why isn't she arrested by now? I mean, she's a child rapist. You know, how many women women have come forward and said that she was, she participated not only in the recruiting of these girls, but in the actual sex acts against them and in the orgies with these underage girls. Why is she walking around? And then here, uh, there was a report out uh, on on the 18th, that said that uh, she gave a speech at a, at a Massachusetts school um, back, in, back in January. What, is she do- what are they doing? They're putting these pedophiles right out there in the schools? Remember, Evelyn, uh, in that illegal plea deal that Alexander Acosta approved for Jeffrey Epstein, stating that he, you know, Epstein would belong to intelligence. Um, it gave immunity to all potential co-conspirators, criminal immunity. Remember, 
So right, right. Immunity for any of them. Any and all of them right. participated in yes. this with him. Yes, like Sarah Keller. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. She should they, be arrested too, to. yet she's wandering around leading a jet set life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they're really uh, coming out against the prince in, in, in England, uh, the right. prince, uh, prince Andrew, you know, and, and a, a video just came out um, that shows him waving off, and this was after Epstein got out of jail, um, videos waving off a young woman from the, from the mansion, Prince Andrew is, and then Epstein walks out with a young woman too in this video. Wow! You know, this wow! This stuff goes on and on and on and on. Now they put out a now they now he now they put out a thing that uh, says Prince Andrew appalled by Jeffrey Epstein's sex abuse claims. Yeah, right. Well, and then there's also you know the claims that Prince Charles tried to warn him about Jeffrey Epstein. Prince Charles was hanging out with Jimmy Savile, who was found right. to have brutally raped you know, hundreds of children over the course of his career. Don't tell me that, you know, Prince Charles didn't have the resources to properly vet Jimmy Savile. And and then the other thing, Evelyn, is remember, it was the, the person who covered up Jimmy Savile and former Pre- um, Prime Minister Ted Heath's um, child rape was uh, Mark Thompson, who... In 2012, after covering up these, you know, decades of abuse by Jimmy Savile and Ted Heath, went over directly to the New York Times, where he promptly debunked or led the, you know, effort to debunk Pizzagate. So, I mean, you know, the, the, the English-American ties here are quite plain, and I would highly recommend to anyone who wants to explore all this further, a um, four-part series written by Whitney Webb for Mint Press News that goes into, you know, the one key aspect of this that is getting totally ignored, which is that um, U.S. intelligence is involved. They're not only protecting these guys, they're conducting the sexual blackmail using children themselves. Right. This is what our intelligence agencies are doing. That's why Alexander Acosta said, oh, he belongs to intelligence. And the, and intel, the intelligence community protected a serial predator from prosecution. That's what our law enforcement is doing to make America safe. Yeah. Just let this go on and on and on. I mean, thousands of girls had to be abused in this Epstein scandal. This is going on for 20, 30 years, for God's sakes. So, yeah, the intelligence agency let this go on. Then they not only allowed it, they participate in it. That's the thing. That's the big key difference is they not only protected the guy, they are directly involved. And part three of um, Whitney Webb's uh, series on this talks specifically about the ties between Jeffrey Epstein, not only U.S. intelligence, but Mossad, Israeli intelligence, and then these um, special interest groups like the mega group, um, 
that are populated by individuals who are the ones behind all of the horror in the world right now. You know, the, the wars in the Mideast, the sanctions, the crippling, you know, deadly sanctions on Venezuela, you know, all of it. That's who's behind it. Right. You know, and we were, we're always talking, you know, on this show that, you know, we're saying we're taking down the elites, you know. Well, I don't know. People can't see this now. How much, how much stronger do we, case do we have now? Right. Alan Dershowitz himself oh, said yes. on TV, hundreds of powerful, wealthy people got massages for, at Jeffrey Epstein's residences. What yep. on earth are hundreds of wealthy, powerful people doing getting massages at this dude's house? And Whitney Webb also exposes in her um, series about how, you know, Les Wexner gave that townhouse, the largest residence in Manhattan, gave it to a 20-something-year-old guy who just came, college dropout out of freaking nowhere. And it turns out that house had a um, bathroom that had leaded walls and a closet when you opened Show revealed monitors um, that were attached to cameras throughout the house. It was already wired for sexual blackmail when he moved in. Right, right. And so I guess they just let the pervert just go along. That's okay with them, eh? That he goes along and he has to have three underage girls a day, at least three Oh, yeah. I mean, think about and, where he would have gotten all this money from. He's paying these girls not only, you know, hundreds of dollars a day for sex, but then, you know, he, they're flying all over the place. He's got these huge, expensive homes to maintain, um, you know, this giant staff of people. And yet there is nothing to, um, nothing to recommend him except for this affiliation with Les Wexner, who appears to be his only client ever. So, you know, how does that work exactly? I don't know. Well, do you believe, do you believe that he even committed suicide? No, I do I not. Don't. The I other don't. thing, you know, we have not only, you know, and this wait, is a facility. Before, and with, also, I should, I should point out right here, Virginia Roberts Guffrey said massage is the code word for sex. Right. You know, and, so when, when, when Dershowitz says that hundreds of people got massages, well, massage is the code word for sex, Virginia says. And so. the thing with Virginia Guffrey is that everything mm -hmm. she um, alleged has been substantiated either by an independent witness making an independent statement that placed them with Virginia in these circumstances, like with Alan Dershowitz and with Prince yeah. Andrew, but the former bodyguards, former staff right. members, um, receipts, the photo of Virginia Guthrie standing there with Prince Andrew's hand on her bare waist, having just met her that night. This is a 47-year-old guy who just met a 15-year-old girl or 16-year-old girl for the first time, and he's touching her this way. And there is D. Lane right. Maxwell in the back 
smiling, and they are in Ghislaine Maxwell's home. That You can't get any more credible than that. What is the explanation for them being there? Exactly. Yeah, really. Why would they fly her over there, this underage girl? Exactly. And no, they haven't given any she's explanation. Not related to, she, she's not related to Ghislaine Maxwell either. What the fuck is Ghislaine Maxwell flying her all over the world for to introduce her to royalty and these other powerful well, people? What was that about? Exactly. And, you know, the people don't know about that. That's total BS. I mean, then they show her, they got pictures of her at uh, um, Naomi Campbell's, is it Naomi Campbell, the model, her um, her birthday party? And she's there in the pictures right. of her, and you can tell she's a minor. And she's there with all these stars and celebrities and stuff, you know. What do these people think she's doing there? Right. And how could she, what was she doing at all these different places? What was exactly. her role? Exactly. Yeah. Right. With all these strangers, these adults, much older adults who are strangers, what the hell is the explanation for her being in all these different locations all over the world in the homes of these incredibly wealthy, powerful people? Tell me, what 15, 16-year-old gets carted around like that? All over the world. This is an international yes. child sex trafficking network. Yes. There's no doubt about it. You know, and yes. uh, the top top of the elite, you know, they have her having sex with. Yes. And that's it, why they it, needed, I don't believe Jeffrey Epstein was killed because, no. you know, he, I, I seriously doubt he was going to talk. And he has all this information that they want, they don't want to lose. The, and they needed to kill the story. People were digging in too much, and they were in a freaking panic. Um, Alan Dershowitz was all over the place trying to smear these girls and discredit them. And, um, you know, Prince Andrew was in a panic. All these guys were flipping out. The, and then the documents get released on Friday, and then suddenly yeah. he's dead. Yeah. This was a ploy. Yeah. They wanted people to think he was dead because it was a way to divert the conversation to the intrigue of his death, not the criminality of the hundreds of wealthy and powerful people who were raping the girls that he trafficked to them. That's right, why that happened. Right. And, and then, Evelyn, you know, they claim that th this is a facility that has not had a suicide in 40 years. There is absolutely right. no fucking video or witness. Okay, yet again, shocking, El Paso, Las Vegas Massacre, uh, you know, 9-11, uh, you know, all these instances where Seth Rich, the fucking cameras aren't working miraculously, only when there's a high-profile death, right? So there's no video. The, the, he had paper sheets that he supposedly used, yet he has broken bones in his neck that could not have been broken without significant force. And a paper sheet is not going to provide the force necessary to do that. He would have had to drop from something. And if you look at the layout of those um, prison cells, there is no way that could have happened. There, there is just no way. And we have, you know, well, when they real him, irony. When they seen him the time before, and they, he told them he'd see him on Sunday. And what he was pulling in there, he was having them lawyers, he was paying them lawyers to come there and sit in, in the meeting room for 12 hours a day in that prison. Yes. 
And they said that yeah. they emptied out all the snack machines and everything. He was doing the same thing as he was doing down in, 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 in Florida. You know, yeah, he's finding every way possible to stay out of his cell. Imagine how yeah. much he had to pay them lawyers to sit there all day. Yeah, yeah. With them. Well, and then, Evelyn, the final, you know, this, I did not know this when I, I was like, you know, of course they switched out his body. They did that with Kennedy, remember? Right, um, right. In JFK to 9-11, Everything is a Rich Man's Trick is a documentary by Francis Richard Connolly that goes through in graphic detail this whole scenario where it became evident that because, you know, the Surgeon General's own report showed that John F. Kennedy was shot by multiple shooters. It, it states in the Surgeon General's report that they concluded that there were multiple shooters because Kennedy was shot in the throat just right. below the Adam's apple and that there was a bullet hole in the windshield that would have had to come from the front of the car. The, the one shot that hit him that we all see all the time in that film is one that came from a different angle and hit him in the top of the head. So they had to switch the body in order to make the narrative of the single shooter of Oswald stick. And remember how Oswald was another one of those, you know, high-profile defendants that just miraculously got killed under, you know, FBI protection. It's, like, amazing how this happens all the time. Well, it turns out that the coroner who... And then, oh, one other thing was that, um, and this is pointed out by Francis Richard Connolly in his documentary, is that Jackie Kennedy herself is quoted by several different people of stating repeatedly after seeing Kennedy's body that, quote, that's not my Jack. And she said it over and over again. She knew that wasn't her husband's body. Well, guess who the coroner was who... Um, who create, who committed the fraud to cover up the gunshot wound in Kennedy's throat? Michael Same Davis, corner that just yeah that just oversaw attended Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein's. Yep, he What's was his there. Name? Michael Baden. What is his Baden, name? Baden, B-A-D-E-N. Yes, it's the yeah, same guy. Yeah. I didn't believe it when I first saw it. I'm like, there's yeah. no way he's still alive. But in, yeah, it yeah. is in fact true. It, it is, in fact, Again, true. Dershowitz brought him into the O.J. Simpson trial, too. And he yep. and Dotton's the one that said that uh, Oswald is the lone shooter, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He was involved directly <laughs> in covering yeah. up what the Surgeon General's own report stated. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, immediately when I seen he was being brought in, you know, flags went up for me. It was like, what the hell oh, was yeah. he being brought in for? Exactly, except to create and sow doubt. He's there to make people doubt whatever the, you know, whatever the story is. And that way we'll spend all our time arguing about what happened, how Jeffrey Epstein was killed versus the fact that he was running a child sex trafficking operation, serving the wealthiest and most powerful among us. And not only with the consent and protection of um, the U.S. intel agencies, but with their direct participation. Right, right. Well, yeah, and, you know, they're fighting the hardest now because, yes, they are trying to protect 
the elite, the top elite of the world, the ones we have been fighting to get to for years now. Right. These are the same people who are controlling foreign policy around, you know, Iran, Syria, um, Iraq, Afghanistan, Ukraine, Venezuela. These are all the same handful of individuals that are pulling the strings on these wars that they use to then steal as many assets as they can. And um, this is one thing that Whitney Webb does in her four-part series is very carefully document. She's meticulous about um, providing links to substantiate her work. And, um, you know, she points to this group called Mega Group, which, you know, all these billionaires are a part of, and they are the same group of billionaires behind the policy I was just talking about, and the ones who are participating in the sexual blackmail operations in order to influence officials and judges and everyone else in order, you know, to facilitate their theft of nation's assets. Sure. Yeah, like we talked about last week, you know, that uh, George Webb says that, that Epstein was really a, a flying, you know, weapons. He was, he was flying these, um, these rat lines of trafficking arms and, and drugs and children and everything. And then he was, and then he was teaching other people yes. to fly. He had that people. one, um, was it Nadia or something like that? She's blonde. He bought her from her parents when she was 15. Yeah, and I think, the, I think um, he got her from Czech, uh, Yugoslavia from her parents when she yep. was 14, I think. That's, yeah, so she, I thought she was like twelve or something, but then um, I saw other reports that it was she was older. But she was taught to fly. She's got her own little aviation company now, and you can bet your ass she's smuggling weapons, drugs, and children, and all that stuff for them. It's what Barry Seal did. The other thing that Jeffrey Epstein did for these guys was pull off the. He was the um, the the guy who pulled off the um, 2008 market crash, the, the looting of the market by these billionaires uh, that uh, when the market crash happened. So he was the one at Bear Stearns, you know, setting up all these illegal um, kinds of uh, limited partnerships and investment vehicles in order to, steal billions and billions and billions of dollars. And and Ryan Dawson actually does a great job of going through exactly how that was done. And Whitney Webb also ties, you know, she goes through this whole thing with Bear Stearns and because Jeffrey Epstein, you know, got fired originally from Bear Stearns for insider trading. But then next thing we know, you know, he's the one meeting with all of Trump's cabinet you know, this was back 10 years ago leading up to the crash and, and making all these financial arrangements. So one of the other things, the other thing is that Jeffrey Epstein was involved in a pyramid scheme that stole billions of dollars. And the his partner went to prison for 20 years, yet Jeffrey Epstein didn't even get so much as a slap on the wrist. He was directly involved. So he's not only, you know... Uh, career child sex trafficker and sexual blackmailer, but 
he's um, a, a not he's a financial fraudster too, on a right. on a large scale, and he's working for all these billionaires. He's working for the Rothschilds and and these other guys. That's who he's pulling it off for. He's not he's not you know the he profits himself, but really it's to serve these you know trillionaires who still can't get enough. Yeah, and are yeah. stealing our nickels and dimes. Well, do you trust uh, Attorney General Barr to really get to the bottom of this? I mean, um, no. Webb talks about his dad. You know, his dad was once supposed to be the hired Epstein at that school in New York. You know, that Deaton school. And um, yeah, and then then his dad, uh, Attorney General Barr's dad, wrote this book about uh, I don't know about sex and space, and uh, the science fiction book or something. But George Webb says that the characters in that book, uh, in that book about this sex and space and stuff, is Jeffrey Epstein and Henry Kissinger. Are the characters in, is it Donald Barr, his father? Um, Bill Barr's dad, oh, no. Donald. Donald yeah. Barr. N- yeah, there's no way. The other thing, there are other ties. Jake Morphonius does a really uh-huh. great video on Alex Acosta throwing everybody under the bus. But if you, you look at William Barr, he not only, um, his dad was not only the guy who hired Jeffrey Epstein, mind you, Jeffrey Epstein had dropped out of college. He had no teaching credentials whatsoever when William Barr's father hired him. Didn't he? Didn't he drop out of two what? colleges? Didn't he drop out of two colleges? He never got his degree. Well, I, I, he was a college dropout when he was hired, and he had no teaching right. credentials. Meanwhile, Whitney Webb um, sources a statement by Epstein that he was working for the CIA going back to the 1980s, okay? Right. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the idea that this guy would get hired out of the blue, college dropout, no teaching credentials um, by this guy, you know, is, is just absurd. And then he gets fired not two years later for, guess what? Inappropriate what? contact with the girl. And so, really? um, yes. Oh, I missed that. I missed that story. Yes. And then huh. um, William Barr also wound up at this law firm. I can't remember the name of it right now. Kirkland and Ellis, I think it is. I think where so, yeah. all these other guys that, it, it, you know, um, that, that are in this whole story were working. This was, you know, 25, 30 years ago. They were already working together. Uh, the same people who were seeing protect Jeffrey Epstein today. This was William Barr was working with them back there. It was Kirkland and Ellis that defended Jeffrey Epstein, the law firm that William Barr worked at. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just no way. There is just no way they are going to prosecute this in the current justice system. And, And it's really, really important for people to understand that, the only justice we're ever going to get on this stuff is when we decide to set up citizen tribunals and convict these guys, which we have every right to do. They are super predators that re- they are super predators that remain an immediate and ongoing threat to millions of people. They are still doing this stuff. Right, right. Well, how do you like it that Trump's coming out? Uh, I, I say to people, you know, 
I've said it to you hundreds of times. I can't stand Trump. Okay, I can't stand him. And if he was involved in Epstein's child sex trafficking network, I'd be the first to be reporting it. You know, I report on everybody that is involved. But when this paperwork came out, you know, um, they always try to push the blame for Epstein onto Trump. You know, this is total BS. Like I said, I can't stand him. And if it was true, I would not be defending him. You know, but this time, um, in the paperwork that came out, Virginia Roberts, they always use three things to tie this to Trump. They say that he, uh, oh, that he said those good things about Epstein back in 2002 about, uh, saying that, oh, he has a, he's, he has a great social life. He likes women, you know, and even on the younger side, he has a great social life. You know, they use that. Then they dug up this video of him at that party with, uh, at Mar-a-Lago with the cheerleaders, you know, but they were over eight, you know. And then, and then there's a, one other thing. What, what is it? Oh, shoot. Now I'm going to forget what the other thing is that they try to say. There, there's only three minor things that they say, you know, trying to hook him to, that he's to blame for this instead of focusing on Clinton. Um, but anyhow, Virginia Roberts came out in her, in her papers. She goes through and she says that, um, that Trump never had sex with any of the underage girls. And in fact, she, she never seen him at any of Jeffrey's houses or on the island or anything like that and she says that um she said that she said that uh jeffrey epstein was a friend of um trump but only because jeffrey epstein told her he was a friend of trump she's never seen him with trump his stuff and then also that um this uh, this author had wrote an article and said that she had said that uh trump had flirted with her and she said that wasn't true that trump never has flirted with him you know but, uh so she blew it out of the water. You know, this bit about Trump being involved in this, it's totally untrue. And we talked about this many times about that lawyer saying that, that he interviewed Trump back in 2009 when he sent out subpoenas to a bunch of these people that he thought would have information that would help the investigation. And that Trump was the only one that called him and said, you don't need to give me a subpoena that I'll talk to you. I'll tell you whatever you want. And he said that he did help in the investigation. And he, and he said that Trump is not involved in Epstein's child sex trafficking networks. So, you know, the mainstream media, it is covering this for change. You know, it is covering all this, but they aren't getting what they want. You know, they they want evidence that Trump is involved in this. Well, there isn't any. You know? Well, and I and, think that's not even, I, I think that's, you know, a speech, is it, it's beside the point. It doesn't matter whether or not Donald Trump was in, and that's part of the way that they're trying to manage this, you know, in addition to true. killing Jeffrey Epstein, you know, to get yeah. the top, the discussion off of, the crimes being committed by him and all these powerful people, we're now talking about, you know, did he commit suicide or was he killed? Just like, you know, there, when this whole thing broke, there was a clear attempt, and I think this was, this was um, driven by the Clinton sort of um, cabal that they were trying to use this as a way to discredit Trump ahead of, you know, these upcoming elections, and they were trying to manage it in a way that was highly partisan, saying, you know, do, you know, Trump versus Clinton, who was, who was the one on the plane the most, and have everybody arguing about that, when again, it's like, it doesn't fucking matter. This guy was trafficking children to hundreds of these guys. You know, if yeah. Donald Trump was among them, great, let's, you know, whatever, but it is beside the point. 
And this, you know, the people who were involved, that we know were involved, they have all the evidence they need, need to be prosecuted. And so I think it's backfired on the Clintons. Also, Netanyahu was trying to use this to salvage his political campaign in Israel. Ehud Barak it, um, jumped into the, the race for prime minister and has been tied directly to Jeffrey Epstein, not only with the massages, but um, financially. And Netanyahu was trying to use that to discredit Ehud Barak ahead of the election, which is right. September some 18th, I think, or something like that. And well, so, he should be able um, to do it. He should be able to do it. Who should be able to do what? Discredit that, that Barack. Netanyahu hey, should Barack, be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, because, I, and that was the whole goal. But it, and I think, but I think it's backfired because even if Trump wasn't involved, Evelyn, it doesn't matter. He gave no. the guy who let this serial predator walk a promotion, for heaven's sake. He made him director, labor secretary. The late William, you know, uh, wait, Alexander Acosta um, was in charge of the very State Department that oversees human trafficking. He was the guy who let the serial predator walk. Right. Well, you know, my only argument here is that that, you know, they keep saying they're throwing Trump out of office, you know. Well, they're using this crap, and and I don't believe that he should be impeached, you know. And so Over this? No, he's a war criminal, though. I mean, he, what, you oh, know, yeah, I, I, know that, I know all that, but my point here is we're focused on taking down these global child sex trafficking rat lines. I don't give a shit what Trump is involved in. My main focus is taking these global child sex trafficking rat lines down. And with that, like you said, it all leads into the war profiteering and all this. You know? Yeah. Hopefully that will follow. But my main goal yeah. is taking down these global sex trafficking rat lines. And for the Democrats to try to use this to throw him out of office, you know, uh, it's I'll nonsense. never go along with this. It's, yeah, no, it's nonsense that it's being made. We need a rotten son of a bitch. I admit it. I hate him. But he is yeah. not involved in this, and we need to take down the elite that are involved in this. Well, the good news is um, Whitney Webb, uh, in the in part four of her series, um, which is mm -hmm. just, she just finished it, is coming out where she focuses on the Clinton connection. And, you know, there's already been really great content put out about the Clinton connection to all of this. But this is yeah. new. She's like, you know, this is really Pulitzer Prize worthy journalism that she's doing here. And and it's the timing is perfect, because as you point out, you know, the the um, Democrats are trying to frame this as a Republican issue when, in fact, you know, it's bipartisan, to say the least. And uh -huh. um and look at all the money. Are, look at all the money if you track it back to Epstein. How much money he's given to the Democrats? Now, I'm not of either party. I don't believe in either party. They're both corrupt as hell. I wouldn't have nothing to do with either one of them. But on the on this side of it, look at how much money over the years Epstein has given to Democrats. Chuck Schumer uh, out there, uh, the, the former governor uh, of of uh, New Mexico. What the heck, Richardson? Bill Richardson. Um, 
all of these. He's just flooded. I think he gave him $50,000, Bill Richardson, at one point. Well, remember, Bill Richardson was named. He was one of the names released on Friday, right before Jeffrey Epstein was found dead. And it's also Bill Richardson, who's the former governor of New Mexico, where Mm -hmm. Jeffrey Epstein has his baby farm that New Mexico ranch where he wanted to run his eugenics program and have girls kept as slaves to give birth to his babies. That's in New Mexico. 20 at a time. Bill. Yeah. And then Bill Richardson is, what's that? I said, yeah, 20 girls at a time. He wanted to have pregnant at one time to start his eugenics program. And then it was also (laughs) Bill Richardson who it turns out to be one of the, uh, directors of Genie Energy, which is right. stealing the oil from the Golan Heights in Syria. And thus, you know, again, this all always ties back to fucking foreign policy every right. single time. And that's, right. you know, that's just one example. Um, so, you know, this is Bill Richardson, and is, Bill Richardson is also on the flight manifest, I believe, yeah. for, for the well, Lolita was, Express. That was the other thing I forgot to mention. That was the other thing that they say they have against Trump, that he flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, you know. But the truth of that is, and we knew this for a long time, too. Yeah, it wasn't the Lolita Express that he flew on. And he flew he flew from, I forget, I think from Florida to New York or something like that. But there weren't any underage girls on that flight. And, you know, but but I just saw an article, I think it was just today or yesterday, out, oh, uh, Trump was on a flight, Epstein's flight. He was on one. Well, and remember, Evelyn, as long as they keep people focused on whether or not Trump was on there, we're not noticing all the people who were. All the Harvard professors. That's what I said, that they're focusing on Trump. Why aren't they focusing on finding pictures of of Clinton getting on and off that jet all over the world with underage girls on it at all times? Yeah, I mean, there's a whole, you know, as Alan Dershowitz himself said, there are hundreds you could choose from. To, you know, what was Linda Rothschild's doing on there? Yeah. And he had said, too, when he listened to people, he said Harvard professors, and he said the the former Senate majority leader. Well, that would be who came out in the papers, that one that he was talking about. That would be that, uh, uh, what the heck was it, Senator Michael, or what was the senator? My mind. I don't remember. Uh, remember. But anyhow, he was he was the Senate Majority Leader, and then he was named as one of those in the as one of those that had sex with the underage girls that came out. So yeah, yeah, Epstein out. I mean, Durst was out there doing that. He's blackmailing all the elite. When he named off all those people, he said hundreds, you know. And like I said, Virginia says that that is massage is the code word for sex. So when he said hundreds of people got massages at Jeffrey Epstein's place, well, right, yeah, right. right. Huh. Hundreds. Hundreds. That's a big yeah. number. When you're talking yeah. about child sex trafficking. Yeah. Important, he said, powerful people. Yeah. And that's what he's doing. By doing that, when he was naming them all off, I thought, you are blackmailing all those people, all those people that are sitting here scared to death. These documents are coming out that are going to show them by naming off those all those important people. No question. Absolutely, that's exactly what he was doing. He was, and he he was also. It was a very thinly veiled threat, and it was also, you know, you can imagine a um, call to people 
who were you know, at risk of being exposed to do whatever they could to shut this whole discussion down. Yeah. Well, Prince Andrew, he flew off to, uh, I don't know, he flew off with his uh, former wife off on vacation now. But uh, I made Supposedly a mistake. Supposedly they're reconciling. That, yeah, yeah. That, um, that Sarah Ferguson, I made a mistake. Last time we talked about this, I said that she had gotten money from Epstein, and she did, but I, I said 60000 It wasn't 60000 I guess it was 15000 But this was back when all this was going on. Right, and it was um, Sarah Ferguson that introduced Prince Andrew to Good Time Delane Maxwell. Really? Yes. How did, how did she know her? I don't know. Uh, all I know um, was that they this article I was reading specifically said that it was Sarah who introduced Andrew to Delane. Right, right. Yeah. What did you? Yeah, and people don't notice. I mean, there's no way this picture has been out there for years already. That Delane was at uh, at Chelsea Clinton's wedding, right in the front row. Right. And this was after. Right. After Epstein was arrested and put in jail for those 13 months. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I don't care. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And that same thing with Vince Andrew being at uh, Epstein's apartment when that video was taken. That was after Epstein had gotten out of jail. So, I mean, there's no doubt that all these people know what's going on. And they just hang around with them. Yeah, Yeah, there was um, this Jake Morphonius uh, video that he talks. He talks about how all these guys you know, that are now in Trump's cabinet and, and in these high positions, um, we're, we're meeting with Jeffrey Epstein in, like, 2009, 2010, after all this happened. And they, they were had no reservations whatsoever about hanging out with him. And they would have known what was going on. Right. Well, this video of, of uh, the Prince and stuff in New York, those girls that come out of that house don't look, they look underage, you know. And this is yeah. after he got out of jail. But uh, he should have had a, he definitely should have had a, a, what is it, a child protection thing against him. That oh, he yeah, have been well, remember, he was supposed to be, uh, you know, Epstein himself was supposed to report in every 90 days as a um, sex, sex offender. And he never did once. The yeah, NYPD 95 just visits. couldn't be bothered. Yeah, 95 visits he didn't show up for. And they didn't do a thing about it. And those are felonies. That's a Yeah, well, he was too busy out having time. sex with the underage girls at his mansion. He didn't have time to be coming yep. in and checked. And this is the same NYPD that allowed him to sell off the Lolita Express, which was the one piece of evidence that would have had all the DNA to connect these hundreds of wealthy, powerful people to those girls and the sexu- their sexual abuse. And just somehow, the NYPD, though they know what you and I are posting on Facebook, they didn't quite catch Jeffrey Epstein selling off one of his private planes in the weeks, literally two to three weeks prior to his arrest. Right. How could they let that happen? They did it on purpose. They let it happen because it is the only piece of evidence that would have conclusively linked all those people with those girls. Everything else is speculation. Oh, the pictures 
and all that other stuff. It's not hard evidence that they were sexually assaulted. Only that, you know, the DNA from the men and those girls would prove that. Right. What do you think of that? Uh, what did you think of that picture of that Gisley uh, Maxwell out there in California in that In-N-Out Burger place? Was that a fake picture or not? You know, I, I, I saw it at first. That didn't occur to me when I initially saw it. But then yeah. someone pointed out about um, who had taken the picture as well as um, the fact that it was clearly staged. And they right, they right. wondered, you know, when in fact it was actually taken, and they it was also um, purported that the photo was was in fact taken at In and Out, and um, it was done in such a way, staged so that Ghislaine appeared sympathetic. Uh, she would be sympathetic, or you know, people would sympathize with her. And so, and then adding yeah. to the intrigue with the book that she had. And then my, but my first reaction when I saw it was like, wow, she looks really broken up for somebody whose lifelong companion, former boyfriend, had just turned up dead two days earlier. You know, I, I'm thinking yeah, right. I would have looked a little puffy and swollen and somewhat, you know, distraught. Had I just well, lost, you know, my companion of 20 years in what appears to have been a violent death. Well, the Outer Light put out a couple of videos on that to show how it was staged. And, and there's that, there's an ad in there that they said that, that, that um, the publicist said that was placed in there. I won't remember what, Proud Boys or something like this. Was, oh, was an wow, ad in that yeah. Picture. And, and the, the publicist told him that that was placed in there, that that was not in that it's not in there, that in that picture. And he shows all different ways where it's staged and offset. But right, uh, but it's just, this is just another thing they do to distract us. Put this stuff up. Yes. It's like, where is Carmen San Diego? And people are like, no, yeah. she's in Israel. And, and it's just like, it, you know, it, it's just all manipulation to get us well, not yeah, talking the- about the people who were exposed by the document release last Friday. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like the day before that article came out that they had an article put out that she was living in Massachusetts at this uh, billi- or at this millionaire's mansion, you know, the right. day before. And then the next day they put out the picture of her out in, in California at that In-N-Out Burger. <laughs> In-N-Out Burger, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, well, and then it, also, it, when you look at that picture, it's just, and then and then the quote where she says supposedly, "Well, I guess I can't come here anymore." It's like this is a woman who made a <laughs> career of sex trafficking and raping yeah. children. Yeah, and yet yeah. she is showing no signs of any concern whatsoever, as the her partner in crime turns up dead in jail. You know, I'm thinking she would be a little bit more nervous about that, especially when her own father was assassinated himself. So um, that's another reason. I, I just don't believe Jeffrey Epstein is dead. I think this is all just a big freaking hoax. You know, the same people, you, you see the same characters that are used for 
every time, you know, there's a cover-up going on or something like this, it's the same people who turn up again and again. And they're taunting us with this. Like you said, it's we have to hold them accountable. Our justice system will not do it. We've seen that. And and William Barr claiming, you know, these guys, you know, better not rest easy. He's friends with all of them. Give me a break. Give me a break. They are his friends and colleagues. There is no way he's going to pursue this. Well, yeah, and they, and everybody acts like they don't know about this stuff. You know, like when Gisling did that uh, that presentation at that Rockport school, the superintendent right. said that said that he had no knowledge of her ties to Epstein. My God, this and has I, been all over the news for a decade. Well, and the thing is, Evelyn, too, it's like okay, as someone who runs an elementary school, I would think that <laughs> you would want to do a quick. Google search on somebody before, you know, who you don't know and is coming into the school and going to have contact with the young children in your, uh, under your responsibility. And so, you know, it would have taken him all of 10 seconds to see (laughs) those allegations had he simply done a single fucking search. Oh, right. I mean, if I type in Ghislaine Maxwell right now, I know darn well that it'll come up that she's a pervert. Yep. You know, like you so, said, it wouldn't have taken 10 minutes to find out what, what she was about. Right. And if that just tells you what kind of doing... people that are running our school. Yeah, they don't care. No. No. And then she gave that, you know, on behalf of her, uh, her what she was on behalf of that uh, uh, foundation she had sent up. You know, I probably won't be able to find it. Oh, Tara, oh, Tara Mar. Mar yeah. It was called. Well, yeah, and it must have been right after that that she shut it down, too. Yes. Or what is it that she shut it down when of... Epstein got arrested? Exactly. Exactly. So what, what this, this set up, so this was a way for her to get in this police and stuff? I mean, they're saying that this is lame would, would drive around New York and drive around in parks and, and by schools and everything else looking for girls to pick up. He needed, like, yeah. three a day. And like we talked about Jesus. before, he was paying these girls um, two three hundred dollars a, a massage, well for sex, and then and so that was three hundred. That's that's almost a thousand day. Plus he's paying all these girls to bring other girls, and he's paying them for each girl that they bring. The pyramid scheme that he set up, you know. So yeah, where's he getting all this money in cash? And they're paying them all in cash. I mean, this alone take it out away right. from that it's sex trafficking. That he's paid all these girls in cash that much money. That is, that is IRS fraud. Right, right. Never mind right. that they get for the money, but that he paid it to them. Exactly. That's a really good point I hadn't thought of, Evelyn. I mean, it, he set up, you know, he, oh, Evelyn, one of the things I learned when re, um, I was listening to an interview of Whitney Webb, where she talks about the fact that the Clinton, the Clinton Foundation was set up the same year when this other Franklin um, child trafficking network was closing up. So, and Jeffrey Epstein, remember, was behind the creation of the Clinton Global Initiative. Right. Well, we're out of time already, lady. Well, so it's been so great as always, Evelyn. Yeah, yep, and we'll keep you up with things, people. 
So, okay, people, we will see you next week. Have a good week. Goodbye. I'm sitting in the middle trying to